Hello! Welcome back to a new episode of Clipcast. I am one of your hosts, JP, and we have here with us Inés Chaguadas, Costessa Cruz, and Maria's gone. I don't know what happened. I think she just... She decided not to show up. We hope she's okay. Maria, if you're out there, uh, we miss you. We hope you're all right. Um, so yeah, I, I, we're going to be doing this, this edition without Maria. It's a shame. It's a huge loss for the podcast. You know, I miss asking Maria how her day was and how, and how she was doing. She always brought so much. <laughs> it's just really hard. How am I gonna do this without her? <laughs> <laughs> what are we asking again? <laughs> what do you mean, what are we asking? We're starting the episode, okay, JP. Okay. I don't know what episode this is. Is it episode eight? Nine. Nine? Okay, Nine. that was close. So, yeah, welcome back. Um, Ofas have just finished. Uh, so, you know, we're all basically on holiday, right? Not all of not us. All of not us, all yeah. of us, because you guys are still having classes. Yes, and we I'm are. so sorry for your loss of time. Uh, <laughs> loss of time. <laughs> <laughs> Carillo just enjoys Juan Carvalho's facial expressions as I mess up. Yes. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you are aware this will be cut off, correct, JP? Yeah, no, it will be cut off. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, we're here, the three of us, and. We also have here with us uh, an, another guest uh, for this episode of Clipcast, which is Miss Johnson. Welcome onto the show, Miss Johnson. Hello, JP. Hello. <laughs> uh, I'd like to start off the conversation with asking how have you found ways to adapt to this um, new type of home learning since we started getting locked down at home? How was your process of adapting to? Uh, the new requirements they had to do and the new ways that you had to teach and do your lessons and work? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think it was a, a real challenge. Um, but I think that some of the things that have helped me the most is being able to work together with a team of teachers. And uh, I'm really lucky in the physics department because Ms. Hammers, Mr. Alsh, they are amazing teachers to work with. And we really um, we do a good job of supporting each other developing resources and, and just basically helping each other out um, all the time. Without them, I would be a mess, I'm sure. Um, and I think as well, during some lessons, I've seen the roles reversed. And JP, you're a witness of this. I've tried out technologies. I've tried to make things work. But when they're not quite going the way I would expect them to, I'll be shouting on my students to tell me uh, what I'm doing wrong. So I can normally rely on JP or Lorenzo Silva to kind of walk me through the steps of what I should, um, what buttons I should click to make things work. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, the whole thing's been a really steep learning curve, and I think that every teacher in the school would probably agree to that. But um, really, the, the thing that's helped me the most is, yeah, the support from my colleagues and also just the amazing students that I teach. Um, and they've been understanding when I've made mistakes or I've tried something out that didn't go right or assigned work that wasn't the right work. But it, we've made it, <laughs> and offers are finished, which means we can all kind of let Relax. out a sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, get ready for summer almost. Yeah, but that's really great. 
even though we were all separated from each other and locked in our homes that we could still that a team like that could still support each other and work together to uh like the students could support the teachers and the teachers could support each other and work together even though we're all separated i think that's really great and and it's i feel like it, it has been a steep learning curve we've with everyone stuck at home productivity is kind of it's not the same thing as it used to be yeah uh, yeah everybody's having a lot more trouble <laughs> and i think that's okay and it's just something we had to adapt to but now it's it's time to relax a bit and and well, be happy with yeah it's funny because like for for you guys it's like the time where you're gonna start to relax and i'm getting to like the most stressful part because it's like tests 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 and like assessments so yeah but i'm i'm glad for you guys do you guys have have any kind of end of the year assessments or is it just tests uh, uh, like uh no. my end i don't I'm not they've uh, they've been cancelled the checkpoints so oh, yeah and mocks as well i made it <laughs> well that's that's good that's also uh, yeah. less less stressful. Um, so, also another thing, in terms of, I, I feel like we've all, we all enjoyed being at school a lot more than being at home, doing uh, lessons at home and everything. But um, in terms of comparison, is there anything that you've enjoyed, like the benefits of being at home and being able to control what people see or hear from you? and? Not having to be present there, like you know the classic of a, a businessman being in a meeting and he's wearing a suit on top, and at the bottom he's just wearing <laughs> pajama shorts. Like, what, what what benefits have you guys enjoyed? Oh well, yeah. yeah, the the fact that our camera and microphones can be off gives us a bit more freedom in that area. I think. Yeah, it's funny yeah. because it, you know we talked about um, it. It took. Um, it, it took time to adapt to this new reality, but then I think that we've all managed to find ways to make it work without losing the, the productivity or the work levels that we normally do. So, you know, mm -hmm. the, there's not the need to be up and dressed and in school by eight o'clock in the morning anymore. So that gives you a little <laughs> bit more flexibility in how you can organize your day. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that and is I true. think that, you know, I've, I've tried to um, manage to incorporate, you know, things like housework and exercise during the day, um, mm -hmm. you know, if I don't have a lesson or, or um, not that I'm spending my whole day doing that, I am working <laughs> hard. Um, <laughs> but I think you just feel like you have a little bit more freedom over your own time. Um, uh, yeah. and, and I've found that really, um, I'm, I think I'm starting to enjoy that aspect of it. Um, but nothing will ever replace being in a classroom with the students mm -hmm. and, and it's definitely something that I miss the most. Um, I'm really happy that we're going back to lessons in September because I think that this home learning has only been kind of manageable because it was towards the end of the year and you already knew the students quite well. Yes. If it be the start of the year and you didn't really have that kind of relationship with the, between students and teachers yet, this be would be something, harder. yeah, absolutely. So, I yeah. think that's also something I've, I've enjoyed is that in our lessons, we've still been able to, you know, keep up some of the um, class jokes that we would always have. Mm -hmm. You know, every yeah. time I've had a lesson with Francesca Rocha, I've asked him if he's been wearing his tie because he was notorious <laughs> for cutting up for lessons without wearing his tie. Um, and it's good that we've been able to keep that kind of aspect of the, the student-teacher relationship going as well. You know, the learning is also the mm -hmm. most important, obviously the most important thing, but that relationship between the students and teachers, I think it's the thing that makes CLIP 
really special and I think mm -hmm. that we've managed to maintain it as well. Uh, Costanza, um, you're finishing form eight, right? I am. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're going to be starting IGCSE next year. Um, yeah, upper school. <laughs> upper school as yeah. well. How are you Any feeling? survival tips? Survival <laughs> tips. Um, oh, I'm glad that this home learning happened before you got there because it, it would not yes, be Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I am too. <laughs> Honestly, if I would have like to give a tip like from this year, it would be like at the beginning, it was like a big change because like I know people always say that, but it's true because <laughs> uh, like all of a sudden you get so many more subjects um, yeah. and you have to manage your time very wisely. But like once you like get into the routine and get used to it like it'll work out you just like maybe like manage your time wisely that's what i would say probably okay <laughs> yeah it, it kind of becomes a different story when you're studying for an exam that's or for grades that'll actually affect your yeah I, i'm not saying that internal grades don't affect your future they do and they're important mm -hmm. for you preparing for those moments but when you start actually preparing for something that's going to be important uh, it's it, it you feel a different kind of pressure and it's a different kind of anger mm -hmm. like yeah it's I imagine. a lot more important and and stressful and there's more things to do in in a shorter span um so yeah i wish you good luck next year and i'm i'm glad <laughs> that you. we'll be having um lessons in school by the time that you start that because yeah it will make yeah. it a lot easier Me too. about now Form 11 and I, I think Form 12, is, I'm sure they're, they're done with their university applications, but mainly Form 11. Yeah. We're going to be discussing a lot about how we're going to apply to our universities and what universities we're going to apply to during in-service week. Yeah, so this year uh, we're running a, an in-service week for Form 10 and Form 11 students online. Normally we would do it in person, in CLIP, which means that we normally spend a lot of time um, in the amphitheatre and we invite mm -hmm. different speakers in. So this year we'll take mm -hmm. a, a different um, approach. But I think that's also gave us the opportunity to try and explore different ways of um, of presenting information to students and perhaps streamlining the information so that um, it's more relevant to what different students need to hear. Um, in the case of Form 11s, by now, um, most of them will have an idea of what they want to do when they get to university, but we understand as well that many of them still have no idea. So this is really seen as a, a week for them to get facts and information to help them make informed decisions. Um, mm -hmm. And honestly, whenever I talk about uh, university counselling or careers guidance, um, that's that's always my message to students is get facts, get information and, and make your decisions based on the things that you know. Um, where we can get the facts can be a number of different places and we talk a lot about um, different websites that students can go to or they can get a lot of really good information direct from universities themselves or through social media. Something that's happened over this period of time, which I think is really amazing, is a lot of universities have started to host virtual open days or, or virtual events, yeah. um, which means that you have the opportunity to visit universities in London or in, in Spain that you may not have necessarily had the chance to go and visit. So if you want to find out more about um, Imperial College London, then you can simply go there and um, attend one of their virtual open days and find out more about the departments that they run. So this kind of virtual access that students are getting at the moment, I think is something really powerful. 
Um, mm -hmm. And I also think that um, many universities are actually understanding the power of this much more than the old traditional virtual days, uh, sorry, open days that they were doing before. So yeah. <laughs> this is probably something that's going to continue. Um, yeah. That's really even, great. It is really great. Even for, for us as, as teachers, um, myself and Ms. Gedge have been for the last, um, I don't know how many years, four or five years attending the UCAS conference every year. Um, mm -hmm. and, and during that time, we've managed to invite maybe one or two other teachers along the way to get to know more about the, the process. Just um, UCAS is the organization um, that manages applications to UK universities. So we go there, we meet with different um, universities, we meet with the organization. Um, and it's always something that's really um, important for us to make sure that we have all the right information also to help yeah. us to develop our, our skills and our resources within the school. So this year, UCAS are also running their um, their conference online um, and they've made it available for free, which is fantastic because that means that I've been able to sign up all the Form 11 and Form 12 form teachers to get involved in this, which means that that um, pool of knowledge um, in CLIP is just going to be so much wider and so much richer now. It means that students have more options of who they can go to to ask for advice and and ask for guidance and make sure that the information that they get is is the right information, that it's the, the most up-to-date information. Going back to in-service week, we know that the UK is usually the kind of second most popular choice for students at CLIP. Um, yeah. I know that it was going to be one of your questions, but so I'll just jump ahead and, and answer it for you already. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> We're getting predictable. <laughs> so I think that um, CLIP as an international school has really raised its international profile and we've seen this as students and as teachers over the last five years. Um, the number of different nationalities that we have in school now, I, I don't even remember what the actual number is, but that's so much more. I remember when I first started at CLIP, um, you know, I think it was something like 92% of the students were Portuguese back then, that was in 2008. That's very um, different. So the, the whole profile of the school and the whole profile of Porto as a city has changed dramatically in that time. Um, so that is really reflected in where we see our students trying to go off um, when they go off to university, where they're applying to. We see more students applying to international universities than before. Um, and it's not just the international students applying to international universities. We actually see more of the Portuguese students looking to study in, in international countries as well. And I think that says a lot for CLIP's vision um, of um, students becoming internationally minded. Um, and I think it, it, it certainly proves that we're, we're going a long way to, to meeting that vision, vision with the students. Um, it's interesting, however, because we say that, you know, the UK has always been the kind of number two destination behind Portugal. But even with all the, um, I don't know what the right word to use here, but let's just call it Brexit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> with all the confusion of Brexit, um, I feel that it's not really deterred students away from the idea of studying in the UK, which I also think is something really positive. And I mean, you know, the whole confusion of Brexit continues to be a confusion as far as universities go. We haven't yet been given any clear answers from the, the proper authorities as to what that yeah. means for, for EU students going to study. We don't really know how much they're going to have to pay. We don't know if they need a visa. If they do need a visa, we don't know what the conditions are. So I know that there's still a lot of question marks there, but it still hasn't stopped uh, students at CLIP from thinking 
that that's probably something that they may want to consider in the future. So again, it's something mm-hmm. very positive. Um, so now we have our music break. Um, you will be listening to another original. This one is composed and performed by João Moraes, a guitar teacher at Clip. So enjoy. Desvendar, uma música que fala de amor em liberdade, de um lugar tão lindo onde poucos conseguem chegar. Um tema assumidamente bossa nova, com influência de jazz. Marcado pelo saxofone, Hugo Siríaco, virtuoso e com anotações de grande elegância e espontaneidade, onde o improviso e o encadeamento da melodia são bem evidentes. O piano, Paulino Garcia, é o tapete que mantém o tema em suspenso e ao mesmo tempo o faz avançar, harmonicamente e harmoniosamente, levando o ouvinte a viajar na sofisticação e beleza pura de cada intervenção. O baixo, Fábio Rocha, conduz todos os elementos com a sua linha delicada e repleta de personalidade, lembrando um contrabaixo cheio de leveza. Gravação e produção, Rui Fernandes, contribuem e permitem que todos os músicos e respectivas interpretações se conjuguem, conseguindo obter o resultado final ímpar e equilibrado. Lançamento oficial em breve. O meu coração O teu sorriso Arrasta a minha paixão Para um lugar Tão lindo Onde nós dois Habitamos Juntos bem longe Sorrindo Nosso amor desvendamos O teu olhar arrasa o meu coração O teu sorriso arrasta a minha
kind of close up this conversation, I'd like to ask, we, we've all talked about what we expect these applications to be like and what the universities expect of us. And Rosano, how do you think that the situation with COVID uh, has affected how the universities will be dealing with applications this year and, and how much it's going to affect Form 12, maybe even Form 11. I don't know if it will have an effect on Form 11 in terms of the grades uh, that they expect. But in general, how do yeah. you think the universities are going to deal with this change that's affected the students and their performance? I think that one thing that we would want to go to at that point in time is just one of the um, statements from Cambridge um, and from all other kind of A-level exam boards who have had to cancel their exams is that mm -hmm. the grades that students get have the same value as if they did the exam. So it's not that, you know, if you get an A in physics this year, it's any different from anyone else in another year who got an A in physics. And that's something that I think that our students should really focus on. Um, as being a positive thing. Yeah. The challenge comes for the kids that need to do A-levels, normally to apply to an international university, <coughs> you need to do an A-level. And an A-level is going to be 50% um, from your AS grade and 50% from the A2. And that 50% mm -hmm. <clears throat> from the AS won't exist this year because you didn't do an exam, so you don't have a kind of total number of marks from that exam. So this is Great. where... Um, yeah, this is where things get complicated, but I think that one thing that we all need to be um, confident in is that every student in the world is going through the same thing. So it's not that, you know, a student in CLIP is at a higher disadvantage or, or lower disadvantage than any other mm -hmm. student who's applying to university with A-levels this year. Everyone had their exams cancelled, so universities, would, however they decide to um, to look at the entry requirements, you know, every student has the same conditions, if that made sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think that one of the biggest challenges comes for students who um, applying for really um, competitive courses like medicine and like dentistry, where I know a lot of our Form 11 students were aiming to go out and do internships over the summer to get a little bit of work experience to support their applications. And I think yeah, that was a bit messed up. Yeah, so, um, but again, I think I'm going to go back to what we said about the virtual open days is that, again, there's many institutions that are um, running online courses um, and a lot of these are, are free. And if anyone doesn't know about them, you can go to websites like Coursera or FutureLearn. And just by mm -hmm. showing that you've spent this time, um, because what universities want to see is that a student has passion and that's a very mm -hmm. empty word right passion it's really difficult to show passion <laughs> but so a way that you can show passion is that you are actually willing to spend your own personal time working towards that subject yeah mm -hmm. meaning you're not just trying to get an a star in the final exam you actually spend your weekends reading books on the subject mm -hmm. that you're interested in or you take a couple of weeks out your summer holidays to do work experience although that's not possible this year so instead <laughs> you might take a couple of weeks out your summer holidays to do an online course to further develop a set of skills that might be applicable to that um, course. Um, and that, again, I want to say that I've already seen quite a lot of, um, especially Form 11 students getting involved in that, already taking the initiative to, to better themselves, um, understanding that they, they might need to change the, the approach that they would normally have for this application. Um, 
when I speak, I speak mainly about international universities here and universities that would be ex expecting A-levels. I cannot speak for the Portuguese universities. I always kind of put up my hand here and say, you have to ask Miss Gedge these questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I take no responsibility for the Portuguese universities, but um, from the international perspective, I think that's what we can count on there. Well, it's it's reassuring to know that universities will be valuing our our A level grades the same way as they usually do. Um, since these um, this method of assessment this year was a bit improvised, I think everyone was a bit worried on how this was going to affect our future and how we'll be uh, expected to perform in terms of assessment. And I think it's it's reassuring to know that things will stay decently consistent and what they expect from us. Um, mm -hmm. So that's really great. Uh, I'm afraid we've run out of time. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have to end this conversation here. Uh, we, we can talk a bit a bit off off camera or off microphone. Uh, <laughs> continue talking, but we've run out of time. So thank you so much uh, for being with us, Miss Johnson, and, and joining this episode of Clipcast. It's, it's been a joy. Thank you it's so really, much for having It's been really nice. I think this is more fun than I'm supposed to have on a Wednesday afternoon. So thank you very much for that. Uh, We're glad you enjoyed. <laughs> thank you. So um, catch the next episode of Clipcast next week with Mr. Weeks. Um, we hope everybody enjoyed. Yes, I'm saying enjoy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have a great week. And <laughs> <laughs>